You went for line drawings and you fucked up, you fucking idiot. You brainwashed yourself, you motherfucking stupid cocksuckers, because you never studied your whole life homework. That's two capital H's there. All the rest are lowercase in any fucking case. Supreme Court, you are not the fucking Supreme Court of anything, except hell. For the next 10,000 years, you will shovel your shit and eat it because you're on refeed, motherfucker. That just started backwards and you can't do a fucking thing about it. The public are going to take back every fucking thing from you that you took away from them, you motherfucker. beautiful creatures on planet earth my name is misha sandoval i will be your host for this podcast tone devs welcome to episode 27 i hope that everyone is doing well safe and sound out there and welcome to this episode to get into the episode i wanted to introduce the room i only have diesel today so at any point during the time i happen to bring him up you will know exactly who i am referring to once again, welcome to this episode. I'm coming near to a 30th episode, and hopefully I make it to the 30th. I am going to be beyond excited even more so than any other time I've mentioned in any other episode. So, <laughs> But yeah, I hope that you guys have been spending your money well. I got into it last episode about how I haven't received my stimulus check, and yet up to this date, I still haven't. So at this point, where the f*** is it, right? But I see everyone doing things, and it's cool. It's fucking cool. If you want to throw it in my face here of as to why I haven't received mine, it's all good. But no, I'm fucking with you. I hope that everyone is, is spending it responsible and you actually buy yourself something. I've been seeing a bunch of shit now. All of a sudden, everyone's like, hey, that stimulus check. I'm going to point you to my website so you guys can buy some merch and also get some discounted tattoos for conveniently the same price as your stimulus check. But hey, come on by. Um... Obviously, that's not my commercial, right? Or my ad. It's just more of what I'm making fun of if you didn't get that. But I don't know. As far as when I receive it, I'm not sure what I want to do with it. I'm feeling cute. I might go buy me some Yeezy laters. I don't know. Obviously, um, I wouldn't spend fucking 600 to $1,500 on some shoes. At least not not now, right? I, I don't have that mindset where I'm going to spend that fucking money on that shit but anyway um spend your money responsible do not act like new money and also buy yourself something and your loved ones something share your blessings or your luck in some case in a case uh, in some in occasions that's fucking awesome but yes welcome to this episode okay Anyway, before I go any further, I do want to give you an advance notice that the AC is on, so you may hear that. And if it sounds annoying, I do apologize for that, but 
my allergies are kicking my ass royally. I can't even afford right now to open the windows because I've literally all weekend, my head has been aching literally all weekend up until now. I've been having puffy eyes. I've been extremely irritable to the point that I went off on my mother, which I feel extremely bad about. And I've apologized so many times now, but sorry. <laughs> so I, I've been cranky and, and there's no excuse for that, but it's just like I almost didn't even release this episode because I'm just like, I'm just not feeling well. So anyway, at some point while I'm, while, while I'm bringing this up, it's just because I also may turn on the humidifier at some point. But anyway, I just wanted to let you know. So this is the allergy freaking not feeling well episode, but also, I don't know. So anyway, just want to let you know those things. But also if you've been around since the beginning of this whole process of the podcast with me, then you will know and understand my relationship with TikTok. And honestly, it's very toxic because I have so much shit that I have found out there that doesn't let me sleep at night. And I've been just wanting to know more information. And sometimes you think the more information you know, you've been settled with, but it somehow triggers you into many different ways. But anyway... Nothing too crazy did I run into. Well, there was, it was a 50-50, but I I don't even really want to talk about the other stuff because it's literally a rabbit hole that everyone is currently in and everyone is talking about that. And I I personally don't want to talk about that because it's just pointless to me. But anyway, I want to find this account. I believe it's the kid's account or his mother, but the only video I was able to find is someone reacting to that video and the video that I'm talking about that I'm looking for the account for is this 11 year old boy that is singing Deftones but he's singing it in a way that it literally interprets uh how can I explain it the emotion behind a song because it's not only Deftones songs that he's lip singing to but it's the deep cut ones that are what trips me out And the only thing that I think of is like, who the fuck hurt you, kid, at this age? What is so tough that not only you went to Deftones, but you went to the deep cut, like, tracks? It's insane to me. But the fact that the kid actually likes Deftones, it's it's impressive because it's an an 11-year-old. And I believe now majority of maybe that age range will be into what's in now which is most of the songs that are in tiktok that have become a trend for certain dances i mean i don't know you you see that often but anyway yeah i was just tripping out so hard because how the fuck are you so young and you you're literally and also the kid is like singing this with such emotion behind the face and I'm like what the fuck like this is almost everyone's emotion like if an emotion had a face it would be that kid singing that song but I just literally have been looking for it just because I want to share it but I know I also saw it in the Deftones fan page that I'm in on Facebook and I was like damn does anyone have the original video I just want to see if the kid has more but 
No, apparently I can't find it and people were just sharing it, but it's always a reaction to it, which is honestly perfect enough for me, but it's just, I think why I've been, <laughs> I guess, geeking out about it, it's because the kid is so young, but I don't know. And then also, <laughs> I went onto TikTok and then I clicked on Hulu because I wanted a recommendation for a film to watch. And little did I know, it did actually recommend one that I actually found to be a masterpiece. This also episode, may I include that it will be a spoiler. And I will do my very best to time crunch everything. But I feel like this is definitely a film that everyone should have under their belt. Because it, how can I explain it? I feel that, especially the the movie itself. And here I go, I flip between words and I don't know why. I'm always like song track and then I go from movie to film anyway <laughs> of course but what I'm saying is what was I saying actually great all right so hey thank you to the notes Woo! anyway um so what I'm saying is I feel that everyone should be able to at least watch it to have an interpretation of the movie because I feel it carries so many meaning and I want to talk about it about it and break it down a bit just so because I just want to talk about it. It's just that much interesting. So if at some point, well, obviously I'll give a, a fair warning, but um, anyway, the movie is called Greener Grass. Right? Actually, now I'm like, what the fuck? What is it called? I second guess myself hard and now I need to check my fact check myself. Cool. So the plot of the film is basically, oh, Okay, so did I mention it? The film is called Greener Grass. And if you look up the synopsis of it, or not the synopsis, but if you look up the plot of it, it's basically what it says is soccer mom Jill and Lisa compete for approval of acceptance in a suburbia while kids battle it out in a playing field. So, uh, so supposedly it's considered comedy thriller. And the running time in that one is... An hour and 41 minutes and it came out in 2019 so if you haven't seen it I honestly do recommend it to me it's honestly a masterpiece for many different reasons and the first reason being is because it gives you so much perspective of someone else when they're so shielded by routine and being conservative and meeting up to certain expectations of what life should be like and what I mean by that is that a lot of people up to now, how can I explain it, fight so hard to get accepted by people. And I feel that people also become more desperate to fit in where you feel rejected by someone, when you feel rejected by someone. So you try extra to make things happen for you. And you start losing sight of who you are as a person and what you're jeopardizing. 
but it has so much of that and it's played out to be in colorful like they tell you the raw truth of life in such colorful in a colorful image does that make sense i hope that i'm making sense right now because honestly i'd be utterly disappointed otherwise but somehow in my head it, it if i'm making perfect sense but also like who knows I'm, I'm probably not but what i also mean by that and why i think i appreciate the film so much is because it just talks about everything it talks about i want to give it away and i'm struggling with with making a decision with myself right now if i should just spoil it or if i shouldn't but i i really want to talk about it this is so frustrating but um so i don't know i i don't I guess i don't want to spoil it but then i do what do i do what do i do so uh, apparently the ones so jill and lisa are basically the main cast in this film and they're both moms and they live in a suburban neighborhood where i don't know it's it's very interesting the way the film is laid out so i believe now i should time it that we're going to spoil it a bit uh yeah so let's just do it now actually let's let's take a i want to say a coffee break and then come back to the description or should we go now we're good so it's uh so they both um base how can i explain so they're mothers and there's a few scenes that i want to talk about and um, if anyone gets around to seeing it, I feel like you should maybe skip over it because I don't want to influence your interpretation of the movie. I want it to be like a raw content for you just so you know how you feel about it. Does that make sense? Because I feel like a lot of people get driven by suggestions of like their ideas and it's often influenced and it's often corrupted because you don't have your raw opinion on it outside of people's opinion so please do skip over it spoiler spoiler alert in four three two one so anyway um jack and jill have you know you can tell that one is very not content so lisa basically is not content it seems like in her marriage and you have jill that seems to be she has it a little more together when it comes down to her family but there's this random you know like scene where Jill is carrying her baby and she's having a conversation with Lisa and at some point Lisa turns to Jill and says hey I didn't know you had a baby and the baby looks honestly fully grown I, I don't know how old the baby would be. I can't even remember. I, but I would say like maybe a year old. But the fact that she never even noticed that, it just lets you know that you're so sometimes stuck in routine and you feel like you have to do something and you do it and you lose track of everything else. Like everything else that's actually happening in your face. But um, damn, I don't know. I don't feel like I want to talk about it. I feel like if anything, I should probably talk about it in next episode just to give a perspective of what you may feel but i saw literally the movie three times 
the second time I was still like nothing was landing. You know what? No, we'll, we'll talk over it, I guess. And I, I won't spoil it too much. But I will talk about certain scenes that really like st stood out to me. And it was very crazy. But anyway, um, the second time nothing landed. I was just tripped out of the entire film itself. Because the first time I was like, what the fuck is this? And then the second time I was just a bit disturbed. But then the third time I saw it, I felt... Like, I was able to put things more together and interpret the things a little differently. But there's just a bunch of things, like, I don't know. There's just so much. Like, all of the, every, almost every scene in the film had a, such a huge symbolic feeling and symbolic meaning to everything it wasn't just happening everything was done for a reason so whoever put this film together did honestly an amazing job at doing it and like really in vivid colors paint you what what you feel like how much you could try to fit into society and once you they reject you you feel like an outcast and the lane the lanes that you can go to to just fit in somewhere or also how it jeopardizes you living in a bubble. Like, um, I don't know. Like, what I'm saying is there's just so much also that has been happening. Yeah, you know what? It's been confusing. I, I understand this episode is extremely confusing. But I just want to spoil it. And then I don't. And I'm going back and forth with the idea. And I feel committed sometimes to talking about it. Just because I want to talk about it. But at the same time... I will probably just dissect the whole thing in my interpretation of it on, on next week's episode. So I'll leave it at that. So sorry for stringing you along and <laughs> with this. But yeah, it's just honestly, it's a film that I think everyone should have under their belt and go with that for now. And if you get around to watching it somehow, then... Uh, message me if you can and let me know what you thought of the film and what your interpretation is but it it has like it, it has dark humor it's like extremely i don't know you would have to see it for yourself so yeah let's let's go on the coffee break now yeah Yeah, that was a bit of something, wasn't it? But no, I really do recommend that movie. Check it out whenever you can. It's on Hulu. It's called Greener Grass. And yeah, I don't know. I, I know I said I will talk about it next week, but I don't know. I'm going to give it time just to see if people jump on and ever see this. But yeah, I'll definitely spoil it on one of the episodes. Not too late, so it could be next week or the week following. But either way, I'll timestamp it also. But anyway, um, so the random clip that I played on the beginning of the episode where it's all like, boom, or some shit like that, um, was a fucking car that I was driving close to and it literally was vibrating my entire car. The windows were ex like all down from this car, and it was just like loud as bass. Where I'm like, dude, if you want this much fucking bass, go to a club. Like, what are you doing? It's like, 
something o'clock at night. This is fucking irritating. And I was just like, oh my god, this is not happening right now. Like, are you for real right now? Like, is... Like, I can't imagine... I know there's bumping it in your car when you actually feel a song and you're just like, fuck everything in the outside world for now. You're gonna zone into this song at this particular time. Like, I get all that shit, right? But I don't get how it's that late. And you have to not only fucking bump it, but you want to have, like, at least four other cars listen listening to the same shit or feeling the same fucking shit you're listening to. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, hey, if I wanted to listen to this and I wanted to feel such vibration on the fucking floor, then, hey, guess what? I'd go to a fucking bar or, or club, but clearly that's not the intention, right? But I feel like it's so annoying to have that much people that are that inconsiderate. And also, I bought my music in the apartment where I live. So, also cool. But, yeah. So, I don't know. It was just so beyond annoying to fucking deal with people like that sometimes. Where they have just literally no regards for the world. But also, great. Like, again, I get the fucking... Like, I get you bumping it in the car, but I feel like there's an acceptable level for that. I don't know. Or volume for that. Is that is that right? <laughs> but yeah. Ah, oh, this is awesome. Great. But all while the conversation of Hulu. Has anyone subscribed to Hulu yet? It has a few good shows. I think I, I appreciate that more than I do Netflix. But I, I guess I can't say right now that I've been on Netflix enough to know what's on right now. Like, I've just literally been on Hulu. But anyway, I found this show called Married. And I've seen this show before, but I started just watching it again after a while. And uh, the first episode... Came out some sometime in 2014. At that time when it was new, I saw a few episodes and then never saw it again. And now, obviously, it's 2021. I decided to pick it up again. And honestly, I'm not disappointed. Why I was even intrigued in the first place because it's basically... It's, <laughs> fuck! It's basically a married couple that lives in routine... And it's fizzling out a bit or it's for the most part fizzled out. And it's just it talks about how basically they're working throughout their issues of marriage and all while maintaining their kids also. So it's like an interesting show because it's like insightful to watch. But anyway, it's a really good show that I've been like binging on just at nights when I'm like literally about to go to bed. And I can't, so I'll watch that. But it's honestly kept me up at night. It's done the polar opposite of things. Because now I'm just like hooked on the show and I, I'm like burning through them. So yeah, it's just like I'm not using responsibly right now is what I'm saying. But no, the show's a really good one. I would recommend it if you have nothing to watch and you have Hulu. But um <laughs> I've been also watching, what is it, the 90 Day? Oh no, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. I was going to say 90 Day Fiance. I get the two mixed, but I've also got into the show Married at First Sight season 10 right now. So that's currently what I'm watching right now. Then I'll watch that through my break. 
cast there, it's like ridiculous to me. Like the couples, I mean, what the fuck? Um, the couples there are extremely ridiculous. Like there's some that are not even, and if you don't, you're not familiarized with 90 Day, is it? Oh shit. See, there, there I go. Married at First Sight. It's basically a couple that has never met and obviously well it's self-explanatory they get married and they basically set that like these doctors based on their terminology of how they fixed them up honestly i couldn't even tell you how is it but they do like all this research on the couple individually just to find out if they would be a match so according to the doctors these people that are strangers that get married together somehow according to the doctors they're perfect for each other but honestly like i've seen the show before and different couples so every season has different couples right am i explaining any of this correctly um so anyway they give them about whatever time they give them to to decide if they want to stick around or they don't but I feel like it's literally also the polar opposite of the the show Married because Married is like they've known each other for such a long time. They have kids. They're established. Obviously, it's not a real, like, real events. But it's like, I feel it's real life events of what couples go through or what a married couple looks like. So there's struggles itself. So now if you're not understanding what I'm doing right now, I'm obviously comparing the show that I mentioned before and also Married at First Sight. So anyway, Married at First Sight is like literally polar opposite. It's like they don't have any history of each other. They've never met and they marry the first day they meet. So now you you shove these two people that are perfect strangers into a home together, depending if they want to do that or not. And depending on how they get along, they determine whether they want to stick around. It's just insane to me because I feel... The word marriage for me right now has been such a catch-22 because it's it's so difficult. You have a show, obviously, and I'm comparing them again. So you have the show that you're struggling with keeping a... You're figuring out how to work through your problems while being married and knowing each other for such a long time. And then you have a show that I would consider being a reality TV show... Now, in the show, it's like you clearly know that no one respects the title being married anymore. They see that like a joke. And also, it's very old school to think of like marriage, you have to be tied down to someone and one person. But a lot of people don't respect that guess being married anymore. And, and to some, it's like very significant when you are able to... I guess claim your person and say by this commitment out loud we're together but also I, I'm probably not even making sense and I'm elaborating more than I should but I don't know I've been to me the whole show itself is a fucking joke to me and I don't watch it by choice and what I'm talking about I'm talking about um now I'm like confusing you right so what I'm talking about now is married at first sight like i see that show like a fucking joke because the couples there often are so fucking funny and the shit they say and you also study how people act well i do at least 
not only that, the shit that people, oh, like I was saying, the shit that people say sometimes to get out of things, it's so in, insane to me. And also seeing these people have characters is funny. So yeah, I'm like constantly laughing so hard at the shit that happens in the show, but I don't know. It's, it's fucking nuts, the show. But yeah, if you have nothing to do, I highly, highly, highly do recommend Married at First Sight. The one I'm eager to want to see, it's um, watching 90 Day Fiance. Like, that show really also is almost like sister property of Married at First Sight. I don't know. Just watch those shows, okay? Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you want. I'm not telling you what to do, but also suggesting. virtual past everyone but anyway as far as my workouts and art is concerned okay i've been still working out the only thing that i still mess up on is the fact that i eat anything i can possibly think of on the weekend and it's like yeah i can't really do that though right you're working out so yeah, it almost feels like, <coughs> excuse me, it almost feels like whatever is it that I pack on on the weekend, I work so hard to get off on the week, throughout the week. And that routine just like, that cycle just replays over and over again. So I have to just figure out a way to be more structured with my eating habits still. But anyway, I'm still at it with it, so I'm going to remain being consistent and Hopefully go from there and we'll see how things pan out within a few weeks. But anyway, yeah, so hopefully that everyone is doing good over there. I'm not sure if you're going through anything good or bad, but either way, um, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts also that it's still giving the reminder and I feel like I, I guess I should just spread the word if it's it's almost like a chain reaction because... In three different spots, it's been like conversations of, hey, just do things while you can. Like, just do them now. Don't sit on it. Don't sleep on yourself. And I've said this numerous of times before to not sleep on yourself. But I guess today is more of a reminder for whatever is it that you want to do. Hopefully you get it done and apply yourself because honestly, life is extremely short. We cannot predict what tomorrow holds. And all we can do is really hope for the best, I guess. And uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm a perfect example of how much I go back on my word with feeling like I want to actually put my time and, and use it more constructively. And sometimes... I don't, but honestly, I'm working hard towards breaking that habit and actually just enjoying more time, I guess, not necessarily by doing things that will remember, how can I explain it? I feel like just anything that you do should be memorable, and I feel that we shouldn't really still put ourselves in predicament where we feel bad about ourselves if we do something or feel bad with our decision. So all I'm saying is basically is just do it, right? Just like get shit done that you want and go from there.
we'll we'll eventually figure shit out down the line so if you have anything special going on for yourself now that you're proud of and happy hey congrats but also if you don't have anything that you're going through right now that you're proud of then honestly keep pushing forward and honestly tomorrow's going to be better hopefully and sending you my best vibes from here and also if everything is going well so i'm just spreading my my love virtually and i hope that you can do the same for me because honestly my how can i explain it i've been just so irritable like i've explained before so i'm really 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 doing my very best but honestly back to the film that i was talking about where it came up to uh greener grass please go watch it i really want to push the envelope on watching that movie because like i said it has so many different it's filled with so much perspective i think and i think the film is really all about perspective like what you interpret from that movie and also how you saw the scenes and what they meant to you and was there anything that landed or it didn't you know it's just I know it's not for everyone because a lot of people probably wouldn't even like the genre or wouldn't like the whole film itself. But it is, to me, it's very, I don't know, it was well done. Honestly, it's a masterpiece. It's the most colorful way of saying shit is fucking terrible when things are in routine and in order. So, I don't know. But my favorite scene from it was, but eggs are for breakfast. And the whole scene itself was perfect for me because... It's, it's someone doing the best to fit in. And even when she is doing it, it's, it's a loud and clear photo that doesn't belong in that group of people. So it, it was just, I don't know, it, it's beyond words to explain it. You would have to see it for yourself. But it's just, to me, it's just like, again, we, we focus so much on obsessing about something so much that sometimes it's so irrelevant to the actual life that we're missing out on just because we're obsessing about wanting to fit into this group and doing everything that we possibly can. And what I mean that is just literally society or social media or everything where we are constantly looking for some sort of acceptance from people or in areas or things that we shouldn't even be investing in and we but we often do so you know seeing things in a different perspective again in that film the way it was addressed and the way it was laid out for you was pretty impressive so honestly again i I keep saying it's a masterpiece but it really is because they delivered the message loud and clear at least for me after the third time watching it is where i picked up more stuff from but Outside of that, I, I really do suggest you just think about it. <sighs> just take in the film the best way you can with the information you have and just make your own opinion of it. But yeah, so what else? I want to say that's it <laughs> for that on that topic. Anyway, so I think that's it. I, I've talked about pretty much everything I wanted to talk about. I talked about how I haven't received my stimulus check. Also, where the fuck is it? Um, I got into the 11-year-old that lip-syncs to Deftones and my curiosity on who hurt this kid at such an early age. I also got into the annoying bass that people tend to sometimes 
turned to the max. And how I feel about it also got into the shows that I'm currently watching on Hulu, which is Married and also Married at First Sight Season 10. Also got into my workouts. And yeah, I think that's it. That covered the bases. But here's your songs, lovelies. So the first one is going to be In the Night by Bauhaus. The second song is going to be 24 Hours by Joy Division. So if you have nothing to listen to, check those songs out. For the most part, yeah, thank you so much for hanging out with me. It's always a pleasure. I appreciate your patience during all of this. And from wherever you are, virtual pass always, virtual hugs. Hopefully everyone is well. Don't sleep on you is all I'm saying. So yeah. Thank you for uh, everything. So um, I'm Misha Sandoval. This is Tone Devs. Sending you all caffeine to your bloodstrings. Take good care. And we will talk next week. In the meanwhile, mm, bye.